of Shabbos, Rabbi said, the parasha begins in Bechukoisai Teilechu Ves Mitzvoisai Tishmeru Vahasise Moisa So Rashi points out right away in Bechukoisai Teilechu Yochol Zekiyum HaMitzvahs I would think that this means Kiyum HaMitzvahs Kishuoymes Mitzvoisai Tishmeru so it's already said. So obviously, Rashi is a tremendous plea. This Chazal is a tremendous plea. If the Torah wanted to talk about Talmud Torah, nothing to do with mitzvahs. So it should have said. In B'tayroi site is Asku. Period. That's number one. Number two, Limon HaTorah is a mitzvah. So why isn't Limon HaTorah also included in B'tayroi site is If you're going to tell me that Rashi, that this Chazal, the Torah's Kahanim, is trying to say that the mitzvahs are already spoken about so we have no choice we have to find something that's not a mitzvah. Yeah. Good, so find something else. You're picking a mitzvah. The mitzvah that the Torah's Kahanim is picking is Talmud Torah Kenegat Kulo. You're picking the Spitz mitzvah. So when, when Rashi says, it's included Talmud Torah. What's, what's new? Maybe Rashi's adding for that reason, Amelus Pater. But then you can equivalently say by other mitzvahs also. There's different dargas of kiyom mitzvah. You could do every mitzvah on a deeper level, on a on a on a on a stronger level, on a more stringent level. It's not tafke by Torah. Because so what's going on? But more than anything, you always have to go back. Just to when whenever we learn a sugya, I always say the same thing. You have to go back to the lotion, the lotion of the sugya. So here you have to go to the Lashon of the Pasuk. The fact that the Torah brought this out by saying in B'chukho means there's something that lies in B'chukho that gives us a clear understanding of what it means, Hamelus Pater, why, that, why that's what it's referring to. The Pasuk then unleashes all the scha that is bestowed upon those that go in this, in this derech. And basically, the pasuk says, "Ufanisi aleichem v'beisi aschem v'salachti b'seichichem." So Rashi says, "Atayel imochem beganed." It's a lotion of Rashi. Atayel imochem beganed. So although the whole first part of the parsha seems to be talking about olam hazeh, the whole first part, chaltem lach mechem l'seiva. Everything is Gashmis. In fact, there's not one word of Ruchnis. 
But then when it says Visalachti Bisekhem Rashi learns, it's going on Olam Habo. Atayli Mochem Beganid and Kechod Mikem. So, first of all, how does that come in the middle of this whole uh, challenge? We're talking about Shemir Samitzvah, we're talking about Tamatur, we're talking about Geshem and Brocha and Daesh as Botsir, we're talking about everything Gashmi, everything physical. All of a sudden, Tayli Mochem Beganid. So many of the Parashonim are on this. The Klayoko here is on this. Klayoko says that Rashi meant over here with his Pirish. The reason why he brought in Olam Abba is because this is a kasha that everybody asks. Why doesn't the Torah talk about Olam Abba? All the schar that's written in the Torah is Olam Abba. And the one in Chazal tell us, B'sakina Kharifa, schar mitzvah b'hai al-maleka, Chazal tell us there's no reward in this world. There's no schar mitzvah in this world. That's Chazal. On the other hand, all the all the Yudei schar are brought down in the Torah, talking about Olam Abba, not Olam Abba. This is what all the Rishonim ask. Talking about the Evanez, Rabbeinu B'chayid, Abar, Benel, the Rambam in Ilchus Shuvah, the Rambam in Moira Nevuchim. I mean, this is Rabbeinu Duran in the Droshes. I mean, there's, there's, there's literally dozens of Tirutzim to this question, but the question is asked by all the Rishonim. What happened? What happened to Schar Oilam Abo? It's all discussions, Schar Oilam All kinds of Tirutzim. Maybe we're talking only to those people who miut mitzvahs, and maybe uh, maybe the, the Ramam says in Meredivuchim to be marked people from Avodah They used to worship the Mazolos and the Kechovim, so there had to be something in this world. The Ramam in the the Ramam seems to learn that all of the schar that's brought down here is Takagashmis. But it's all Hasoros Hamania, meaning. If a person does not parnos, uh, if a person, see, he's, he's matured. He doesn't have yeshivadas. So the Torah is telling you this. You, you, I'm going to take away the menias, I'm going to take away the distractions, the challenges that will get in the way. But again, even according to the Rambam, the schar, it's a mod nazach, that the schar is not brought down. So I think Rabbi said there's a there's a mahalach that's relative. I mean, this is not a pasha tenyan, so you can't give a pasha to terats. But there's a mahalach that could give us a relatively simple simple understanding in this in this parasha, this Indian. It would also explain what it means in Bukhkaisai Telechu. Why that? Why is that the way the Torah describes Amelus Patera? We know that the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, the Tzari Tes, Omid Beis, the Kuf, the Gemara talks a bit there about an Apikoris. What's an Apikoris? Apikoris is the worst of the worst. Apikoris in the So what's an Apikoris? All different kinds of shot and what Apikoris is. Some of them we understand what it means, why they're called Apikoris. In the middle, the Gemara throws out a reason or a category of what's called an apikoris. It's hard to understand. It sounds like just Pasha guys and Amorites. The Gemara Mamish, the last Abba bin Yomin, and the bottom of Tzadi Tesla and Beis, the Gemara there says, What's an apikoris? Somebody who says, Mahani wa 
What do we have from the Chachom? They learn. They learn, they learn, they learn. Mat Gonish from say. We don't have anything from them. Me'oylam, Urvalei Sharalonu, Viyaynalei Asalonu. Meaning, what do they do? They, they sit all day in the study halls. And what do they do? The raven, the ayurv is still awesome. The ayurv remains awesome. The yain remains more awesome. So I saw from Baran Kotlis at Sal, that Baran Kotlis had case discussion. The Baran Kotlis, this the guy was happy, curious. He's a tippish. Tippish. Come to base marriage. You see, you learn a sugya. The Chachom not saying anything. What a tippish. The guy's a Rachmanis. He's a pure Rachmanis. Right? I haven't yet seen a, a, a sugi in Shas. That's not Moli Tile Tile Chidushim. And I got it again, Moli. Haven't seen without Tile Tile Chidushim. I'm all, you see it. You go through a sugi, you have to be so you chap. Wow, this taka lah here. That, that you have to shvitz. Every sugi is like that. Every sugi is like that. Sometimes it's Begoloi, sometimes it's Behesto. The poor fool doesn't know the first thing what's going on in the base Medrash. What does he think? We sit all day and we say, yeah, yeah, that's what we do all day. Tomorrow is the Yaina day. Yaina Mutel, Yaina Mutel. He thinks we sing Shabbos, what does he think? What does he think we do in the base Medrash? He's a tippish. What a fool. What an idiot. You should say, Ezer who shaita her. Hoyim emahani lo rabbonon. Those fricker baron. It's a baron's cash. So, Rabbaron says, Vice the choy that even according to his asogas, he's happy. Because Rabbaron is a whole stickle. The Mishnah is a baron. A whole stickle. That the Messiah of Claudius role, that's the whole, that's everything. The Oyrev remaining an Oyrev. The Yoyna remaining a Yoyna. That is everything. Somebody who doesn't understand the cheshivas of preservation of Torah, that's an apikurus. Meaning even according to his, even according to his idiocy, even according to his nebuch, his, 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 his amateur, his amateur understanding, or even less than amateur understanding, he's, he's basically saying, what do I gain by a Messiah staying the same for all these years? What a fool. Fine. There's many different ways to understand. But one of the questions they ask is, Taka, why does Chazal pick Oyrev over there? That's another whole shtickle. Oyrev is used in Chazal, throughout Chazal. The Oyrev is used as in positive and in negative. Okay, the Marshal uh, uh, Elio Anovi, he was Nizan al Yidei the Oyrevim. Right, that the, the Oyrevim, it says over there the Oyrevim supported Elio Anovi. They brought him food. So there's a machlekes, the orvim were people. But the Maisei Gemara Chul says, Mamish orvim, birds. The orvim brought him food. So you have to know, the, the orv clearly has a, he has certain milas, the orv. He has certain milas. The orv has certain milas. When, when Noyach told the orv to go out of the Teva, and the orv said, I don't want to go, the, Noyach told the orv, we have no use from you. What are you afraid to leave the Teva for? You, we can't, you can't eat, you can't be a korban. You're not Fachilus Adam. You're not Fachilus Mizbeach. You're worthless. Just go. It says over there, Ad Yuvoshes Oretz, the Pasuk says. So the Medri says on that Pasuk, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Noach, you make a mistake. When there's going to be Yuvoshes Oretz, Pasha was talking about then. 
when it's going to be Yavoshes Aris in the time of Elyanovi, when the Abish is going to decree that there's no rain and the, and the earth is going to be dry, then many years later, the earth has a mission. Ad Yavoshes Aris to bring Eliod, as to bring Eliod the, the fruit. But you see, at the, the, the Oyrev was chosen. On the other hand, you find Oyrev Shikrahu. I think more with Revelish than Gitmem Hay. The Oyrev's a liar. The Gemara says in Erev in Chavbez, he's, he's an Achzori. It's Achzori Albonov. The Oyrev is, 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 is vicious and ferocious on his own kids. So the Oyrev is an Achzori and a Shakur. On the other hand, we see it. The Territ says that the Oyrev is an Avuvia. The Gemara says in Chulun that the Oyev has simonim to Har and the Oyev has simonim to Me. You know, the Oyev has four simonim. The Oyev has two simonim from the Kashras and two simonim from... So there's a, there's a Tzara Toiv of the Oyev. He's a, a Kanoi, one of the reasons why he's a Chzori Albonov, because since they're white and they're not black, it's Choshish to them Amzerim. Whatever, he's famished. Famished. Oyev Shikruhu. But the Oyev Lamaise. That's why he was Elioa Novi, Shlach Urchavamitech. Elioa Novi represents the truth in the world, the Emes. He was a stickler for truth. So the Tikkun of the Oyev was that the Oyev should go and supply Elioa Novi was the Ish Emes. Because the Oyev Shikrahu. That was the Oyev's job. The Oyev, by the way, was Mater. The Oyev was the biggest Mekel. The Oyev was Mater, Tashra Shamita, in the Teva. All the Minim were separated in the Teva. They didn't have Tashmish because there was a decree. Not to have Tashmish during the Mabel. And the Oyrev, the Oyrev had relations. The Oyrev had Tashmish. The Oyrev given Agreso. So I always understood that that's the, that was the remez of what these Apikursim are saying. That why they brought an Oyrev from, from all the things they brought an Oyrev. Because the Oyrev was the one who brought Sheker in the world. The Oyrev is the one who was Taka Mater Isurim. Meaning, the Chacham Hotnish the Mailaf on an Oyrev. That was why they brought in the Oyrev. But you have to know what's taka pshat in in the in these apikursim that like Obaran is saying they don't they don't value every, the whole masara. Where does that stem from? Obaran is saying you know what it means that an oyev should stay the same from Muhammad Show me another religion that the oyev stays the same. Show me another religion that the yana stays the same. Show me why doesn't Vosfeld and apikursim come to state us? He doesn't understand that. He wants to see things change. What's, what's the plan in that? What's, what's, what's the Hezbo in that? So I'll tell you what I think we could say over here. And again, I think that's the plan in Bukhu Kaisa Tilech. We know that the Teva Anushi, every human being, has a tremendous need. To have more and more and more. That's the, that's the mitzvah of a person. Rabbi Yankiv Zatzal always said over from the altar of Slobodka. It says in Chazal, Yesh Meya Roitzim Messiah. If you have 100, you want 200. If you have 200, you want 400. So basically, it sounds like whatever you have, you want double. If a guy has a billion, he wants two billion. Okay? Whatever, whatever he has, he wants, he wants, he wants more. Whatever he wants, he wants more. But then Chazal say, what do you mean? It says, If you have a hundred, you want two hundred. It means you do have half what you want. It says clearly, 
You have a hundred thousand, you want two hundred thousand. You have a million, you want two million. That means you always have half. You always feel like you have half what you want. So what's my end of the maze? That's what the altar asked. So Bianca said the altar, the altar answered that it's not the Pshat Sinishtazay. He said it's not the Pshat Yeishloi Meya writes the Messiah. Yeishloi Meya, he's not happy with the Meya. It's not Pshat, he says, Oh, Hashem, I have a hundred. I would like to have another hundred. No. He says, I'm miserable with my Meya. I don't have one piece of enjoyment from the Meya. So the word is, he has a hundred. Eretz Zechayim copies. In his mind, he's thinking that if he has another hundred, he'll be happy, right? But right now, he's not experiencing 50% happiness. He's experiencing zero happiness. He's not enjoying his... He has, he has a yacht. He has an island. He's not enjoying that. He's sitting on his island miserable. In his mind, he's saying, write some asylum. Only if I would have 200, I'd be mamish, I'd be dancing. So, he doesn't have half a title. Some said, oh, he has half. He feels, oh, I have half. He doesn't feel he has half. He feels he's miserable. He blames his misery over the half that he doesn't have. That's, his, that's how he's explaining in his mind why he's in misery. Why am I in misery? Because I'm missing the other 50%. But he's in misery. That's a Matthias. A person has a tremendous need of his chachas. The altar said a beautiful idea. He said the only thing is Ruchnius doesn't work like that. Ruchnius is the same thing. Chazal put together in the same medrash. Oyev Kesef liyuz ba Kesef. Oyev Mitzvah liyuz ba Mitzvah. Oyev Tevah liyuz ba Tevah. It's the same thing, right? But there's a big difference. When a person goes to a sugya and he has a kasha and he's thinking in his mind, I wish I had pshat. He has tremendous hanoah from the kasha. You never saw two Talmud Chacham talking and learning. Let me tell you, Gvaldik Akash, I have to have no terrets too. When I shmeichelt, he's smiling from ear to ear. He's plotting for a terrets. It's true. But he has tremendous hanor from what he has. He has tremendous hanor. And, and it keeps on growing. That's the reason why Kinah Seif from Tal B'chokhmah. Kinah Seif from Tal B'chokhmah is because the desire to have more ruchnius doesn't make you miserable. That's what keeps you alive. A person who has no desire for more ruchnius is dead. Because that means in that field he's gone. He's done. He has no drive for that. So he's going back to his yacht. You're going back to your yacht? Ain't no the mace for Chatzit If Enachanami, the Torah is much further than Gashmis. Money, you, you can get a lot of money. How much money is there already? You can get a lot of money. But it's never going to give you any Hanoi. Torah? You're only going to get a Tipa Shemayam. You could learn your entire life. Yoimam Valayla, you just, you, you got a Tipa Shemayam. How many times do we say that we learn a Sugya? You can learn the same Sugya 500 times. You get another layer. But it's Givaldic. It's Givaldic. So therefore, if a person doesn't have Torah as his force, he doesn't, then the Kolzei Nenu Shevelein. 
then he has nothing. He has nothing. He's miserable. He's miserable. Every mitzvah, there's no schatzus in a mitzvah. Exactly like that Pekura said. The oiriv is the oiriv, and the yoin is the yoin. Right? But in Torah, there's tremendous schatzus. In our understanding of the mitzvahs, there's an unbelievable schatzus. In the structure of the mitzvah, there's no schatzus. The brismila is the brismila. The lulav is the lulav. The esrik is the esrik. But our understanding of the mitzvahs is endless. We could spend our entire lives and we just mamish, we, we, we scratch the surface. When the Torah says, when the Torah starts off, it's telling you where your pleasure is going to come from. Where's the Telechu? The Telechu is Amelus Batera. That's the only thing that could take you anywhere. The only thing that could take you anywhere in life is if you're Amelus, if your drive, if your drive in life, if your yearning in life is to get a little bit more of an understanding, to get a deeper sense of a mitzvah, to get a better understanding in a Rabbi Kivager, right? That, that's, that's where you could have enjoyment. Memele, the Pesach, unleashes all the Gashmiistic Abrochus because all, once you have that, you can appreciate the rain. Once you have that, it could be Yisig Lochem Dayish's boats here. It can't be Yisig Lochem. If you're not a Melem Bater, it can't be Yisig Lochem Dayish's boats here. That's the aside. The, the satisfaction that you could have in this world is measured, is measured completely by what your drive is. And if your drive is not a spiritual drive, then all of these brachas can't be mekuyah. The whole idea of teilechu, which is the chiyas, which means you're going somewhere, that's only shaykh shatiyu hamilabater. That's where it's at. And that, that really answers all the kashas. That answers all the kashas. And like the Rishonim say, the Torah didn't talk about Elam because we can't even understand Elam But you know how you could begin to understand Elam When you see how much Hanoi your Elam gives you an Elam Hazer, you could begin to understand Elam Because the only Hanoi you could have an Elam Hazer is how much you're living on an Elam level. So the Rishonim explained that a person doesn't even understand what Elam is. The Torah can't even describe Olam But you know what? The Torah is describing Olam to you. Because the Torah is saying, look at the Olam people in this world. Look, it's Hisig Daish's bots here. It's Philosophic Yishmechem Be'itam. Look at their life. And then you already could get a sense of what it means. The culmination of that is, now we could begin to imagine the Hano of Ganeid. Because the, in this world, the only people that are Nehenim are the Olam Haba people. And how much the Olam Haba people in this world, that's how much they're enjoying this world. And that is what the Torah is telling. That's the Bechuk The Brach is here. The Brach is in Olam Hazer. From the Brach of Olam Hazer, you could have a Hasage of what the Brach of Olam Haba. Memela. The Apikoris, who doesn't have a drive for, for, for Ruchnius, he's just looking at the structure. 
the lulav and the esrek. He's looking at everything structurally. For him, the oil, the, he has no oil mabo. If he has no oil mabo, he sees no value in the whole thing. He has the same misery in Torah like he has in Gashmis. The Apikaris has the same misery in Torah as he does in Gashmis. Because to him, the Torah is also just a bunch of physical commandments. The Torah also doesn't have anything more beyond the, the physical. That's why the Torah begins by saying, if you're going to look at mitzvahs just alul of an esrikados, there's no amelus. It's not your life. So then you, you're going to be just as miserable. You're still not going to have a hissing lochem daishis botsu. And I always say, oh, and we'll end with this to Rabbeinu Yain and Pirkei Ovis. Rabbeinu Yain says in Pirkei Ovis. says in Pirkei Ovis. Simply, till I saw this Rabbi Yenah, I had a picture in my mind. I mamish had a vivid picture. I grew up in the 60s and 70s. I was born in the 60s. I'm an old man. Right? So, in the 70s, when I grew up, the mailman used to drive Ford Pintos. Today, you don't even know what that is. A Ford Pinto basically looks like a banana. Right? It looks like a banana. It was mamish the most farshtunken a car that you could imagine. It was mamish Gehenim in this world. And that's what the mailman used to drive. On top of all the miles of the Ford Pinto, right? It also was a, if the gas tank used to explode, if, it, if you hit the gas tank, the car But That was just like another, the truth is once you're driving a car like that, it's you might as well take a, go vital. Lamai said, so what did you, when I was a kid, I mamish, I'm telling you, I read the Mishnah, pick you up, I I envisioned in my mind the guy, the mailman that drives around the 1976 Ford Pinto, right? And he's singing in the car. He's happy. He's happy. He's tippish. He's happy. He makes his $15,000 a year. He's driving his Ford Pinto, which may blow up tomorrow, right? He has at home an alta black and white television because then they already came out with color television. Probably with a, you know, the very yeshiva shechevra had the... uh, hangers, because the antennas were broken. So they had an antenna, they had a hanger coming out of the television. That was the real yeshivish, uh, you know. The, those days, some of the yeshivish uh, had televisions. Uh, television with a, with, a, with, a, with a hanger coming out from the television, right? And he's happy! He sits with the television. One station he can get, Bakoshi, and it has you know, lines on it, and he's happy! With his pinto in the driveway! He's happy! That's how you read the Mishnah, Samer Pachelkai! Rabbi Yenina says this is somebody who's toiling and learning. He adds a whole new thing to the Mishnah. And he says, I'm happy whatever chalak I have in this world. What's he throwing Musa? Just read the Mishnah. He's a happy mailman. He's singing in his pinto. Or maybe Sheva Vega. I shouldn't say pinto was the biggest junk. Chevy Vega was even a bigger junk. But it was, it was a good competition. General Motors had a junk, and Ford had a junk. And the junks were quite themselves. Chevy Vega was an aluminum engine that used to warp. So it could be they won the, the, the award of the junkiest car. But Shava Bishava. Shava Bishava. The Territ is Rabbeinu Yain is saying, it's not Shaykh. It's not possible that he's happy in his Pinto. The same way that Donald Trump is not happy in a 747 gold-plated uh, a jet. 
Max 37, Zuka wouldn't be happy with because that goes down. But even the ones that stay in the air can't be happy. It's not Shaykh. It's only Shaykh that he's, he's a, he's a Amelabatera person. Amelabatera, he could be happy. Benyam is not throwing Musa. He's telling you the Metzias. Chazanish and Amunah Bitochen. He alludes, he alludes to this Maise in the Sefer Amunah Bitochen. There was a Jew in Bnei Brak. Reb David Mestami, you heard of this Jew. It's before your time, but Mestami heard of him. Shloim Who didn't hear of him? He had the main base at Fus. You know that? He was the... What? Yeah, yeah. Talmud of Chazanish. I don't know if the Velt knows, but Chazanish alludes to him in the Sefer Amunah Bitochen. If Shloy McCoyen had a, had, a, had a publishing house in Bnei Brak on Rechov Reptarf, you have to understand the time of the Chazanish, what was Bnei Brak? Bnei Brak was, was smaller than, than Forche Road. It was nothing. It was nothing, okay? So there was one publishing house in Bnei Brak. I mean, how much business? Bnei Brak, okay? Another Yid moves into town. He opens up a publishing house. You know that there was a competitor. Com- competitor opened up in Bnei Brak. No. So, Rav Shloy McCoyen's Rebetzin told him, you're doomed. You're doomed. This, come, 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 we could put bread on the table. Now Bnei Brak, there's going to be two publishing houses. It's not Shariach. It's impossible. Rav Shloy McCoyen said, he heard his wife, he only thought one thing, his halakhaloch is above a basana. When you are allowed to open to, and you're not allowed to open to, Hasogas Gavul, there's rules. We have a Torah that, that guides us. He opened up his Bava Basra. He went through the Sugya. He came out that this guy had a right to open up his Bava house. He told his wife, there's no problem. It's not going to affect us one drop. Why? Because Api Allah, if he's not allowed to open, I'm going to fight him. Api Allah, he's allowed to open. He went to visit him, this individual. And the Chazanish brings down this in the Munavitach and he doesn't put his name in. And he gave the guy guidance how to run his publishing house. He told him where to buy paper. He said, paper is Shreklach. They mamish, they cheat you on paper. Why should you? You're just starting out. You don't know all the ins and outs. I'm going to tell you where to get your paper. I'm going to tell you where to get your ink. He mamish carried the guy through. By this guy... Once he resolved the sukkim of a basra, he was able to dance. He was able to dance. Another person will get a heart attack from this. That's the hisiglocham daishes potzim in tiwa meilim batera, and you're living for that. Then the hisiglocham daishes potzim. You know this, Maisie? No, I know in Chanish we sit down a few times. Uh, we talk about-